Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello. Hello. Hi, welcome back everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this is Ladies Who London, London Podcast. We really appreciate you coming back to listen uh, to this episode. Uh, it's been a great week. We've had loads of people contact us, haven't we? We have. Thank you so much for your emails and your comments. And people really enjoyed last week, Alex. I know, I'm thrilled. I'm really thrilled. Yeah, the Covent Garden beer flood. Who knew? I know. It's such a great story, isn't it? Really good. Even with all the, the death and destruction. Well, exactly. That aside, it was fantastic. <laughs> Fun place to start. Definitely. There we go. Okay, so the votes are in. Oh, it's time for the big reveal. <laughs> the first podcast pedestal ever. Um... Yeah, so we've we've collated all the votes. We had loads on Instagram. We had some emails. Um, I think I even got a text message with. with oh, someone. nice! Thank you so much for letting us know what you think. Yeah. So the options, just to remind you, we had for the um, the London beer flood, we had uh, George Crick, my choice, who was the manager, the foreman of the brewery, who you know all that experience that's gone into it, and he watched it happen. His his brother was below, and I mean, goodness, what a what a way to go! It's too late, Alex. <laughs> Give it up, give it up. <laughs> the hard sell is not happening. It's too late, they've stopped voting. And your choice? Uh, my choice was the wonderful choice, actually. It was the uh, the mother and daughter having tea before that beer flood suddenly crashed into their lives. Yes, the, killed them. The wall, the 15 foot wall 15 of beer. 15 foot wall of beer. Let's not forget. <laughs> Let's never forget. Uh, so we have the votes. Now, um, because mm-hmm. Emily does the wheel, mm-hmm. I've been given the uh, unenviable task of counting. I'm not good at counting. I do trust you, you I don't. think. You don't trust me but we're doing it anyway we're doing it anyway because so um george crick let me tell you he <gasps> came in with a smashing 18 votes what? i know wow and okay, your mother and daughter now. came in with 72 oh <laughs> yes people yes people An the right one won. fix fantastic <laughs> fix oh very good so that's one nil that's one nil to me to you uh, yeah, I think this is gonna. I can tell already. This is gonna be competition. I'm excited. Bring on next week. Yes. So at the end of last week, we spun the wheel. We did. Well, you spun the wheel. I, yeah, I spun the wheel. I'm not allowed to. I spun the wheel. And where did it land? Uh, it landed on Wapping, which is an area close to where both of us live, actually. So it's, it is. Uh, we it, do know it quite well, don't we? Yeah, we do. We do. We do. Um, it's a lovely spot, and you picked. 
I picked a blue plaque that you can find in Wapin, and it says Captain William Bly, who transplanted breadfruit from Tahiti to the West Indies, lived in a house on this site from 1785 to 1790. Breadfruit, eh? Breadfruit. Have you heard of breadfruit? Uh, possibly, maybe not. I don't, yeah, I think I've heard of it. I don't know that I've ever encountered it. Myself. So it's um, a little bit like jackfruit, if you've ever had that. It's got the same kind of consistency. I'm not sure I've had that either, but... It wouldn't take too much to fill you up. It's quite a fill-in fruit. Okay. Hmm. And it's quite interesting with that plaque, because it, it mentions that he transported breadfruit from Tahiti, blah, blah, blah. But if you were to say to me, <laughs> Captain William Bly, the first thing I would say would not be breadfruit at all it would be mutiny on the bounty well this is connected to the breadfruit Alex. yeah i just find it really interesting that that's what they've put on his plaque rather well, than anything yes well it's a it's a very important part of the story so i uh, you you picked him last week i don't know too much about uh, william bligh um so i'm quite excited to to find out more about him so where where are we going to start so well um let me tell you where where he was born yeah. first of all so um he was born in plymouth in 1754 and at the age of seven signed up to the royal navy seven 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 yes it's a little bit like <laughs> cubs or brownies you know <laughs> a slightly more watery version yes exactly you learn the ropes so to speak seven and... though yes you know i mean that's not uncommon for for going into the navy is it i mean no you know uh, nelson went in very young as well didn't he it was a, it was a common did. thing to go in yes but it's still very very young because you would become you know a captain of your own ship by I don't know, mid-20s 20s probably, yeah. or something. So, yeah, it happens quite young. Mm. Um, he went on various missions. One notable one was with um, Captain James Cook. Ah, Yeah, it was him? actually, we do. It was actually on his last miss- mission to the Pacific Ocean. Last, because that's where he was killed. <laughs> Whoops. So, whoopsie. So, William Bly probably learned a little bit from him. Yeah, how, how not to die when how on mission. not die. Um, now, uh, eventually, in 1787, so this is the time when William Bly has his home in Wapping. Okay. Um, he receives the mission to go to Tahiti, pick up breadfruit plants, transport them to uh, the West Indies, and there it will be used as food for the enslaved Africans who work there. Ooh, that's a bit uncomfortable, isn't it? It is. So, of course, this is the late 1700s. Why are they they doing that? Why are they giving breadfruit to the enslaved Africans? Well, they were originally eating a lot of bananas. And bananas, you know, was something that a lot of people, especially over here, would want. So you could get a lot of money for bananas. Uh. Whereas they wanted to use a fruit that wasn't necessarily a fruit that people desired. So it was a way, a horrible way of them saving money oh that's you know just really tighten those screws on firstly you enslave people you set them to work with very little if if anything at all in the way of comfort and the one thing they have nice which is bananas they're like no too expensive Take other people want the them let's give you something cheaper and slightly crappier i know honestly we are so stinkers bad, aren't honestly. we so anyway so he's on the bounty so hms bounty yeah the ship is actually quite small for ship standards okay. that is 84 feet long right what would a standard ship be well over 100 at least right fair enough so on board you've got 45 crew members which includes captain william Bly. that's not a lot of space for that, that number of people no is it? it isn't plus on board you've got goats you've got pigs and a part of the boat as well part of the ship is being used as a greenhouse 
ready for these breadfruit plants to come aboard for their journey off to the West Indies. Ingenious, I like that. Yeah, so really don't have that much space at all. Um, The crew, William Bly, Captain William Bly knew some of them. He worked with some of them. One particular crew member he knew and worked with on a couple of occasions was a man called Fletcher Christian. Ah, there's a name we've heard before. Yes, yes. So uh, he was 23 years of age during this voyage. Okay. Um, and he will certainly come up again. <laughs> and I, I look know, forward to it. Have you watched any of the movies? No, you told me to, and I completely forgot. Oh, I'm really sorry. Project. I know, I'm so sorry. So there are two main movies that you might want to have a little look at. There was one called The Mutiny on the Bounty, which came out in the 1930s. Okay. And this is kind of, they say it stretches the truth quite a lot right the one that is Hollywood stretching the truth I know can you believe it (laughs) that never happens Um, the one that is um, much more uh, closer to what actually happened is called The Bounty okay and Fletcher Christian is played by Mel Gibson a very young handsome Braveheart and Fletcher Christian yeah right honestly all the plum roll yes and (laughs) William Bly Captain William Bly is played by Anthony Hopkins okay so when was this film out this was Gosh, it must have been about the late 80s, 90s. Oh, okay, yeah. I think so, Fair yeah. Enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, in terms of Captain William Bly, he was seen to be quite strict. One thing that he did was he made his men dance for four hours every night before bed. What? Yeah. For four hours? Four hours, a little bit of dancing. I love it. What, a bit of like break dancing, hip hop? Yeah, a bit of tango. <laughs> <laughs> They got quite close. I love, I love um, that idea of them all sort of doing a, a cheeky rumba around the ship. Yeah, right. Put your ballet shoes on, off yep. we go. Come on, chaps, two shoes <laughs> on. Um, the, the reason he did this is he believed that it would stop um, sea legs. Oh, uh, okay, fine. The idea of them being on ship for such a long time, they would but keep still, on Still, four moving. hours is a long time four to do that. Four hours is a long time. And apparently he wouldn't dance himself. He sounds really fun at parties, oh, doesn't he? he does, not he? <laughs> Um, he did, however, he made sure each crew member had at least eight hours sleep. Oh, I'm, I'm coming around to him a bit more now. I, yeah. I, I, I like him. I yeah, like because this is the late 1700s. You certainly wouldn't have got that on most voyages. No. You'd probably get that four hours. Well, in any maybe. day life anyway, really, well, you wouldn't yeah, get that much. Eight so, hours, yeah. quite a lot, isn't it? Now, after a long time at sea, and they actually hit quite a harsh weather, quite a few storms as, we, as they go through um, and pass the Cape Horn. Which is notoriously a, a very tricky spot, isn't it, for, for navigation um, in boats? Yes, definitely. You've got to have the, the right weather, clement weather. Um, you do. So this set them back. Lovely chap, clement weather. Clement weather? Yes. <laughs> lovely man. <laughs> I haven't seen him for a while. Sometimes he's a bit wet, though. <laughs> anyway. Right, anyway. Um, so finally, they get to Tahiti. Now, if you watch the movie The Bounty, or maybe some of you out there have seen it, there's this scene where they suddenly spot land. And these men on board, you know, they've been starved of fresh water. They've been starved of food. They've been starved of women. Oh, Oh, no, honestly. Tell where this is going. Yes. So they suddenly see a lot of Tahitans. They see a lot of men. They see a lot of women. And, of course, the native dress, they're wearing bamboo. They're wearing, you know, a woman, I don't know, leaves around their body. And they're all very excited to see this ship. And all the Tahitans get in the water. Brilliant. 
Now, William Bly, he Sounds actually... fabulous, actually. It does, doesn't it? I want to go to Tahiti on a voyage. Yes, Let's we should it. go. Let's do it. We should go. Um, so William Bly, Captain William Bly, kept a diary and he talks about how, you know, all of these men and women suddenly came in the water and all of their clothes started to come apart. So you've essentially oh. got these bare-breasted women... Boobs for days. Boobs, <laughs> <laughs> Boobs for days. Um, and also, the women were really beautiful. Their teeth were notably incredibly white. So much better than, of course... <laughs> the pockmarked old hags that they left behind. <laughs> Here in Britain. <laughs> so, um, the women, they get on the boat. Um, the men's jaws have dropped. Jaws? I mean, jaws, not drawers. Okay, good. Although that obviously does happen. <laughs> yes. Um, and they can't believe their luck. I mean, they, they must honestly think all their Christmases have come at once. Yes, absolute paradise. Absolute paradise. So um, eventually, you know, they get onto, the, uh, get onto land and Captain William Bly is thinking, right, now hang on a minute, lads. Yeah. You know, we're here to Trousers do a on, job. Trousers on, come on. Trousers on for a second. We're here to do a job. <laughs> Let's go and meet the chief and do this trade with the breadfruit. So meets the chief. Yep. The trade is done. But because they've arrived late, it's going to take five months to grow all your trees. Ah. Why did they arrive? Late. Because of the storm. Oh, uh, because of the storm. The storm kept them back. Thank you. Didn't listen to that. Bit. So now obviously they're not going to come back to Blighty and then go again. So they decide to stay. Yep. Now, I mean, well, that sounds like a challenge. Oh, honestly. Could you stay in a beautiful Polynesian island for five months, please? Because, you know, oh, that, that's going to be a hard, hard ask. Plus, the women aren't wearing much. <laughs> Life so is tough. It is. The crew get completely indulged in island activities and they've got an abundance of fresh you fruit. Can say island activities. Yeah. <laughs> I mean cracking a few coconuts, Alex. <laughs> of course you do. Is that what the kids are calling yes. it these days? Um, and Fletcher, in particular, you know, falls for the chief's daughter. They get very close. All the men are having tattoos. Oh, cool. And, you know, just suddenly absorbing themselves into island life. You would, wouldn't you? You would. But apparently Captain William Bly didn't. Like I say, fun at parties. Well, but he was writing his own diary. And obviously if his, if his wife read it and started seeing well, that he was yeah. up to trouble. Well, the thing is, we've only got his diary to go on, haven't we, as to whether or not mm, he did indulge. Well, a few people did, did write while they were out there. And said, also said that he didn't indulge. Mm, oh, okay. Yeah, Fair so enough. maybe he didn't. He's just the square. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, five months have gone past. Captain William Bly says, Right, men, <laughs> put your trousers on. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to pull the bounty. Come on, chaps, get dressed. Come on, <laughs> We're shipping <guys>. out. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, Captain, can we not take a couple of the Tahitian women? <laughs> 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 so... Uh, that's what happens. A couple of the Tahitian women <laughs> and men and men come on board <laughs> the bounty. Brilliant. I mean, the bounty is turning out to be a very good name right now. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? very bountiful. Yeah. Um, so Captain William Bly, he's lost the crew. You know, the respect has gone. They haven't really worked for him for five months. He really needs to show them who's boss. So he gives out many lashings. Uh, for people that potentially funds over chaps funds over chaps for people that aren't doing their jobs properly even for cleanliness as well if they're not keeping themselves clean they might get a couple of lashings and Fletcher is reprimanded a couple of times in front of in front of the crew and Fletcher he was actually quite high up when it comes to 
the crew's status. So he oh, was okay. deeply embarrassed when you know he was reprimanded in front of everybody for stealing a yeah, coconut. Yeah, not do much for his trick. Stealing a coconut. <laughs> Come on. Who sent the coconuts? <laughs> down. Street head down. What's that in your pockets? <laughs> <laughs> a cannonball, sir. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> Wonder where that was going, then. Uh, what's your um, visual image of Captain William Fly? Well, now, this is probably just me being very optimistic, but I'm I'm envisaging Captain Jack Sparrow. That is ridiculous. That is absolutely... (laughs) I I need to show you a picture, because honestly, Captain Jack Sparrow is... (laughs) You know, pretty hot. Yes. And let me tell you, William Blight is not. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> no. Oh. No, 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 no. Um, Burst that bubble. So, um, Fletcher and a lot of the other people on board, they think, right, let's take control of the ship. Let's what start a mutiny. Plan? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Captain William Bly is asleep. And Fletcher and a couple of others, they but go... They're all dancing outside. Yeah. <laughs> For the one time, they're actually enjoying Keep themselves. Keep dancing. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> um, go into his room, wake him up, tie his hands behind his back, tell him that if he utters a word, his throat will be cut. Dude, he's, be cool. <laughs> he's in his 90. Poor um, uh, And they... Uh, put him in a boat, put him in an, uh, an open aired boat, which is 23 foot long. Okay. Along with 18 other members of the crew. Ooh, so that's not spacious. It's not spacious at all. They've been given a little bit of food. Right. They've been given some bread, some pork, some rum and some wine as well. I mean, that that sounds not bad to me. <laughs> it's a party, isn't Some it? bacon butty and some rum on the yeah, side. I mean, heaven, bounty. Right? This is where he's at. This is it. Um, but on, you should Arty know boat. that that is only going to last them five days. And they are thousands of miles away from land. Ah, right. Okay. So there's no way that Fletcher... Sounds slightly less fun now. Slightly less fun. No disco ball. No. Um, so Fletcher and the other mutineers, there's no way that they would have thought that they would survive. No. But they did. Hey! So lads, lads, come on! They, How do they I do remember, it? Well, they were out at sea for five. Well, the food and drink would have lasted them five days, but they were out at sea for forty-eight <laughs> days with high seas. You've got water coming into the boat. They, oh my goodness! And all of them survived. All of them survived. They what? rationed the food beyond belief. No kidding. And they, uh, well, Captain William Bly navigated 3,618 miles. Holy moly! Yeah, yeah, yeah. To a Dutch settlement in Timor. My goodness. They eventually... I mean, he's got skills, that lad, hasn't he? He has got skills. He has got skills. And that's why when he comes back in the newspapers, he's labelled a hero. He comes back to England? Comes back to England. Wow. The king wants to see him. (laughs) No kidding. But he is court-martialed immediately. Oh. And that's because, you know, you might be a hero, but, mate, you lost your boat. Yep, careless. 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 But he was acquitted quite easily. You know, he told the story of the mutineers and what happened. And so he was acquitted. So what do these mutineers do when they've got hold of the bounty? What, what's their plan? Straight back for the boobs. Mate, really? <laughs> bounty they towards are. the boobs. <laughs> bounty towards the boobs, please, Fletcher. <laughs> so they are on their way back to Tahiti. Oh, my goodness. I mean... Can't have too much of a good thing, I guess. No. And what happens is a captain called Edward Edwards. Wow. Yeah, Ed There's Ed. not much creativity in that name, is Captain there? Captain Ed Ed. 
Eddie Eddie. Eddie Eddie, always steady. <laughs> Chocks away, come on Eddie Eddie. So Edward Edwards, who was a notoriously strict captain, uh, was given the Pandora ship with a huge crew to go to Tahiti to go and find the mutineers and bring them back. Brilliant. And did he manage to? He found 14. He oh, okay. found 14 mutineers, which did not include Fletcher. Right. Um, brought those mutineers onto the Pandora. They were placed in tiny little prison cells. So oh, small. Pandora's box. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like little boxes, literally. Um, but the ship, I think it like hit a coral reef or something. There was some... Dastardly coral. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that coral <laughs> she Keep is the one <laughs> um, yes so hit coral hit the coral um, and the boat started to let in water and it started to sink so Edward Edwards um, at the Edward very Edward. last moment apparently let out the prisoners oh that's nice of him well three of them drowned oh okay one of them died because I think he like hit his head on a fallen beam alright okay uh, him, the other crew members, and ten of the mutineers that were left mm-hmm. survived. Right. Eventually got on another boat and brought them back to England. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. So, out of the ten, seven of them are acquitted. Right, okay. Basically because they were loosely involved. Oh, okay. So sort of going with the flow rather than being particularly, you know, hands-on with the mutiny. Exactly, exactly. Okay. However, three of them were hanged. Rot roll. Rot roll. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, so, but you mentioned that Fletcher Christian wasn't there. So where was he? So when the Bounty and the whole mutineers, the whole group got to Tahiti, uh, they all came off. And eventually Fletcher and a group of others went back on the Bounty mm-hmm. with some of the Tahitan men and women. Right. And headed off to the Pitcom Islands. Oh, okay. Pit- sorry, headed off to the Pitcom Island. Pitcairn. Pitcairn. Yeah. Pitcairn Island. Okay. They stayed there for quite some time. And we actually know that Fletcher ended up being shot. Oh, my goodness. Honestly, the story. So Was it worth it, lads? Was it worth it? So <laughs> What the, happened with the shooting? Well, the Titan men started to war with the British mutineers. Okay. I mean, I could have told them that was coming for free. Honestly. So this was all to do with the... Um, the control of the women or the ownership of the Tahitian women. Those ladies, (laughs) bless them. They're just getting pulled here, there and everywhere, aren't they? So in the end, the only survivor that was found on the Pitcairn Island was a man called John Adams who was part of the crew. From all of the, both the Tahitian and the crew, the only guy left. By the time, uh, you know, a vessel got to the Pitcairn Island... The only person that was left was John Adams, who was the one that told the story of what happened to Fletcher and what's been going on for the past couple of years. And he ended up living there for about 35 years before he died. Wow. Yeah. So they got there, they found him, but he stayed there. He stayed there. And um, in terms of lineage, you know, you can trace back family members that are related to John Adams. and. and So there must have been somebody else there on the island with him then? Yes, well, so the Tahitian women... Oh, so the men had been killed, but the women were there the still... Women, the women Fine. were there, okay. yeah, yep, yep, yep. And I think there were a couple of islanders as well. Right. A couple okay. of people when they got there. So, yes, and in terms of Captain William Bly, it, you know, went back to his house in Wapping. Yeah. Sat down, made himself a cup of tea. <laughs> thought, God, bloody hell. 
That was the voyage. Thank goodness that's all over. <laughs> but then he was sent on another voyage to go to Tahiti, pick up some breadfruit. Seriously? And head to the West I Indies. I mean, this is, this is classic British, isn't it? We don't learn from our mistakes. You did it once. It didn't go well. Should we do it again? Let's do it again. So he was given a bigger ship. He was given a bigger crew. And, and he did succeed. Oh, he did. They didn't mutiny he this did. time. He did, No. Well, that's something, I suppose. That is something. However, there was another mutiny later on in oh his life. Oh, goodness. I know, it's another story in itself, but it's all about the, the, the rum mutiny. I mean, that, that feels much, you know, much more mutinable. It does, isn't it? And I'm I think it's that. basically boils down to him not being able to hold his tongue. You know, he was quite fair, but at the same time, you know, if you really stepped out of line, you'd know about it and then no. some... Interesting. Mm. So the moral of this story is never separate a man from a bouncing bosom, I think. Exactly. <laughs> as far as that I can tell. Because all hell will break loose. This is true. This yeah. is true. Well, that's that really fantastic story. Thank you so much. I didn't know uh, much, if anything, really, about Bly. Um, and Oh, you mentioned he's buried in London as well. Yes, so he is buried... Uh, well, he died in 1817, and he is buried in the gardens of Lambeth Palace, where you've got the Museum of Garden History. Oh, in that, okay. So if anyone doesn't know, the Lambeth Palace is the home of the Archbishop of Canterbury in London. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful Tudor building. So I guess you can see, can you see his grave in the museum when yes, it's open? Yes, yes. Not sure if it's open currently due to the, uh, uh, you know, COVID restrictions and all of that. But um, that's, oh, I'm going to look forward to that when, yeah. uh, as and when we can go and see it. That's yeah, really fantastic. And, and I love that he, I mean, we're sitting now in Emily's apartment looking out over the River Thames. And I mean, really close to us will be that house that he was in. Um, with that blue plaque on that's really fascinating I love that sort of thing of these big names finding out a little bit more about them because you know these names but don't know the story and knowing that they're just around the corner from from where you are I think is yeah. one of the best things about London it's a good one isn't it and also you can find the breadfruit tree um, in Kew Gardens oh okay yeah. the one that he brought back the from one, the, yeah, the second the one mission. that he brought back uh, amazing mm. that is really really cool yeah. thank you so much yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brilliant. Well, um, it is now time to pick who we're going to put on the podcast pedestal for this week. So this is going to be down to you, the listener, again, to decide who will win the spot at the top of the pedestal. Um, Do you know who you're going for? uh, I think I do, actually, yeah. All right, go for it. It's got to be... The breadfruit. Oh, you're going for the breadfruit. Yeah. Okay, why? Well, I mean, it's on the blue plaque... And right, it's the yeah. very the very thing, the very item that kicked off this whole story. Yeah, true. I can see that. Yeah, I can see why you've gone for that. Interesting. Mm. So the, the, literally the, the reason why the whole thing happened in the first place. Yeah. What about you? What are you going to go for? Well, I'm... I, do you know what? I'm going to go really quite obvious on this one um, because I feel that when there's this story of the mutant on the bounty, one of the names that comes up is Fletcher Christian. Mm. And... I kind of like his gumption. I like the fact that, uh, you know, he decided that I'm staying here. I'm staying where the life is good. And, and, and you know, I don't necessarily, rec- you know, admire mutinying, but I kind of love 
the fact that he knew what he wanted and and even after Bly had been ousted and they got back to Tahiti he was still like right we're gonna go we're gonna find another island we're gonna set up our own thing and if I almost kind of like that he got his comeuppance a bit as well yeah no I totally get that um what do you think he got tattooed what do you think was his tattoo well so Polynesian um I'm a it's funny I've I've been quite a bit to um Polynesian islands and I find that a really fascinating culture and I really really love it um, and one of the things that, that um, Polynesians have as a tattoo is it's sort of um, these really amazing black tattoos which go all over um, different parts of the body and often on the kind of the lower body, sort of thighs and back as well. Um, and they're done, well, especially back then, they would have been done very, you know, in the, in the kind of classic way of sort of hammering in the ink. Um, mm. And they take a long time to do. And, and they're, they're about stages of life. And when you sort of become, I mean, I'm, I'm probably messing up the details massively so anyone who who knows more about this than me please don't be offended but from my rudimentary knowledge it's sort of um you know as you kind of achieve different parts in your life you become a man and that kind of thing you have these tattoos done so i would imagine it was something along those lines that would mm. be my my theory do we have any sort of knowledge about what the tattoos were no i haven't been able to find that much information on it but in terms of what i've seen on the documentaries and you describing it the way and the feeling behind it that sounds quite accurate yeah i mean the, the, right. the polynesian tattoos i mean you, you see a little bit of that similarly kind of um the maori tattoos in in new zealand um uh, yeah it's 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 really beautiful um so i i, I would suspect that would be what they're going for mm, nice yeah. So, Fletcher Christian. Fletcher Christian is my pick, yes. Nice. And mine is the breadfruit. So, it's up to you now. If you can let us know, uh, we will put some polls on Instagram, both on at Ladies Who London podcast on Instagram, uh, also on our personal ones, which is tourguide.alex for me. And guide Emily for me. Uh, and then we and please also email if you want to make your your choice as well let us know what you think yep it's just ladies who london at gmail.com oh she got it right first time <laughs> i'm impressed i'm impressed oh, thanks i've been practicing, practicing. <laughs> it's been a long week so we told you last week that we both have virtual tours and in-person tours happening uh, they're going really well we had some lovely uh, people on our tours so if you would like to get involved with those please check out our websites which you can get to um, via the ladies who london podcast uh, on Instagram. Um, my website is alexlacy.com and mine is guideemily.com. So take a look there and come and join us on one of our fantastic virtual tours or walking tours in person if you fancy getting out in the fresh air. Please, we'd be happy to have you. But we have something else to do this week before we uh, sign off, and oh that God, is your favourite bit. Oh my God, favourite bit. bit. Wait, hang on, let me just go get it. Yes, okay. So we had to put this, we had to stop the podcast recording and put it up because it's quite big. So it's now on the table in front of us. Yeah. Um, and this is our wheel. So uh, I'm not allowed to touch it. This is Emily's domain. No, I'm just so worried that it's going to break, but okay. Do not break it. Okay, right. Are you ready? Yeah. Grab hold. Ready. Limbering up. Here we go. We've gone west. Oh, we have gone west. We've gone west. We didn't actually discuss where we fancied going, but you happy no. with west? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. We haven't been west before, so. So this is Kensington for next Kensington. week, uh, and it's my pick, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, now, Kensington is, I mean, God, goodness me, there are just millions of options we could do in Kensington. Um, so much history down there. You've got loads of royal history. We've got Queen Victoria's in the area. Loads of museums down there. And actually, I did have a sort of a pre-think about if... West came up for for me at some point. Somebody that I'd really like to look at because um, 
when I was doing Global Tea Break, one of my favourite things to do was Women's Wednesdays. And I loved looking at women's history. I, I, I think there's so many women out there who don't or haven't been talked about as much. So I'm going to go into the Science Museum for this. I'm going to go into the Mathematics Gallery, which, as you know, is not my happy place. I am a, a creative at heart. I'm all, let's sing and dance and do drama about it, uh, rather than let's do maths. But anyway, we're going to go into the Mathematics Gallery and I'm going to pick Ada Lovelace. Oh, yeah. well, that's a lovely choice. Yeah. So we're going to talk about her next week. Mm. Um, some really interesting stuff about her. Um, and we're going to yeah, have a little look at her history. And how instrumental she was in the development of uh, computing. Mm, brilliant. Sound good? Yeah, sounds good. Fab. That'll be next week's uh, podcast. So Lovely. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you. And thanks all for getting in touch as well. We've loved uh, reading all of your messages and emails. Yeah, it's really nice. So please keep on contacting us and sending us messages. And uh, please also um, like and subscribe to the podcast yes. if you enjoy it. Please drop us a little subscribe. And if you'd like to rate us, um, five stars is, you know, ideal, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, it helps other people find the podcast. Um, and we're now on Apple iTunes. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Uh, so all of your podcast places, you can find us. Yay. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week for more Ladies Who London podcast. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.